<laughs> uh, welcome to another Naked Football show in the studio tonight. I'm delighted to welcome back uh, Mr. Matt Makin. I say welcome back because uh, Matt is a big fan and very, very much involved in the uh, Ipswich women's team. Not literally, he doesn't play for them, but uh, you know what I mean. Um, so I thought, as we've uh, had a it seems like 30 years since the men last played football, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I thought, we'll have a look at the women's team because they're in the very similar position to the men. Um, they're sitting top, but uh, I think I'll let Matt continue. The women's team, Matt, what are your thoughts? And league positions, I know they're top, but carry on. <laughs> yes, they are top. Um, on a run of seven wins in a row, only conceded one, and that was against Crawley game before last, and that was a penalty, so I haven't conceded from open play in a long time but the three teams below Oxford, Watford and Portsmouth all got two games in hand mm, so yes. three games left for Ipswich and five games left for the rest and the big one is we're playing Oxford at home On this weekend Sunday. yeah yes. this Sunday two o'clock at the AGL Arena in Phoenix so that's a pretty big game um, we're obviously on a run of seven wins on a trot Oxford on a win of, on a run rather of five wins on the trot um, and we've not beaten them in tier three yet they did the double over us last season picked us to second place and we got a credible draw at their place earlier in the season I was there for that one at Court Place Farm in Oxford home of Oxford City Um, we came back from a goal down anyone could have won it at the end there it's going to be a very Tight. tight affair yeah so you need to get yourself down there Join the choir. There's a choir now, isn't there? Matt is part of it. Uh, Rich is uh, sort of the lead drummer, isn't he? Or is he now, he, he's be, has he been relieved of his drums, I understand, he, has he? No, 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 no. Oh, he's, no, he's relieved he's, of the announcing. He's been, rele- yeah, he's been relieved yeah, of the announcing duties. Uh, he shares drumming duties with um, Megan Waring. So Megan Waring, Ipswich Town Defender. Okay. First season, first 17. Absolute titan at the back. Amazing. Her dad, Andrew, um, has gotten involved with... Um, uh, let's call it the singing section for one of a better phrase. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll call one. it the choir. The choir. Um, <laughs> so we've got the drums home and away because even when Rich can't often make away games, uh, but Andrew's been there with the drum. He was there with the drum at um, at Chatham Town last weekend for our game against Gillingham, and we had some, we had some really nice acoustics in the stand behind the goal there to uh, to make some noise. Indeed. So, yeah. Yeah, come down to the AGL. The more support we can get, the better. I know Oxford United put a tweet out recently. They're organising um, a coach. They want to try and bring as many away fans with them as possible. So we, we want to make sure we drown drown them out. With AGLs becoming a more difficult place to play. And Joe Sheehan and the players have all said that the crowd noise, the increase in the crowd mm. noise definitely makes a huge difference. It it makes a positive difference for the home team. It makes a negative difference for the away team. I think a few goalkeepers have uh, especially the, commented say, on the drum, putting them the off goal during kicks. goal kicks. Yeah. So uh, extra voices definitely needed for that one. Absolutely. And also, it, uh, if, you, if you are going, thinking of going, especially if you've never been and you haven't got your own drum or bugle, um, you can have a good old bang on the sides. The advertising hoardings, can't you? Yeah, you've got the advertising hoardings uh, around the pitch. You've got the, the backs of some of the, uh, the stands. At Felix Stowe as well, there's plenty of opportunities to make a din. Make a racket, yes, yes. Do we know what the weather's going to be like, Sunday? Because I'll be there, but anyway, but... I haven't looked at the forecast. I will be there as well. I'll be dashing back down the uh, the A14 from Derby Sunday morning. Oh, of course. To, uh, oh, to, you've to told get the, yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at Derby this weekend, but 
Um, I volunteered to do the driving because it means I can dictate what time we what leave on Sunday leave. morning, and they've yeah. all been told. Well, I've I've got young Ross in the car with me, so they he do. needs to be back to uh, to take photos. So of course uh, he does. Yeah. Well, um, definitely. No, I haven't looked up the forecast yet. Um, but rain or shine, it's always worth going to the AGA. It's a really, and you know this, Graham, because I yeah. see you down there. It's a really good ground as well. It's got its own sweet shop in it. Yeah, you know, I, I was, I was going <laughs> to say that because I've been, been there for a couple of years now watching at least that, and I've never noticed it had a sweet shop until for some reason I walked past it. Right it's in the only, middle of the stand. Only after the lockdown. Yeah, it's right, it's right in the middle of the stand. So yeah. It's basically a... A little sort of oh, side room of the clubhouse, almost. Yeah. So it's next to, next to the bar. So I'm I'm surprised so, you didn't find it. Soon, no, Graham. well, <laughs> not when your eyes are on the main prize, which is <laughs> further up. But um, yeah, and so so really, it's a, it's a it is a family club in all all senses, isn't it? Because yeah. you you can you can go and you can have a beer, you can have a burger, you can have everything yeah. you want. Um, and uh, if you've got kiddies, you can have sweets. And even Absolutely. if you haven't got kiddies and you're just an adult that likes sweets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, on unrelated note, I'll say good evening to Mrs. Macon at that point. <laughs> she likes sweets? She does. Oh, bless. <laughs> to be honest, who doesn't? You know. Well, very true. Cause she, does, she does buy me sweets from the shop yeah. as well. They are the, they're addictive, aren't they? Yeah. I, I, the share bag, I mean, that's not a real word, is it? A share no. bag. You pick up a bag of sweets, so you're never going to share any, How are you? to sweets? I don't know. I don't know, but I think... <laughs> I think they should ban that word "share bags" because you're not going to share it, are you? But you yeah, you're right. Lot. It's really good. It's a really good family atmosphere at the AGO and at women's games in general. It is. Um, Talking of which, you went on um, last Sunday, didn't you? To was it Chatham where they played Gillingham? Gillingham, or? yep. Gillingham away. They play their games at Chatham Town. That's a really nice setup as well. It's yeah. the first time I've been there. Really quite modern. Uh, non-league ground I know listening to Tractor Girls talk on the way here and I know Kieran said they actually had to wait for the under Chatham Town under 14s to finish before they could do any oh, warm-up really? on the warm-up or any training on the pitch oh, pre-match really? um, yeah it was a really good stand um, behind one of the goals um, with, a, with a roof that sort of really directed the sound onto the pitch which is really good we, we were there in numbers again as Ipswich fans um, nice uh, Bobby's food shack there it was Reasonably priced, stand, standard non-league yeah. perfect, but yeah, another really good result uh, against the team uh, that beat us at home in the opening games of the season. Um, we were one 0 up against. I can't remember if you were there for that one. It was the second game of the season at home. Yes, I think yeah, I was. We were one 0 yeah. up at half time yep. and, and ended up losing it two one. And they're a very physical side, Ginningham. Yeah. Um, yes, but, I remember that. Yes, I yeah. do. Yeah, it was much much of a similar vein last Sunday, but. Yeah. Um, I think there was only one team really in control. Um, obviously, you want more than one goal. Well, as Ipswich fans, we want more than one goal because we've seen it go wrong enough times, men's and women's. That's side. true. Yeah. Um, but it, it was a really good goal for Amanda Gray. That's a 12th of the season now. She's now overtaken um, Tash Thomas as the top scorer of the season. So and T- Tash has won the Golden Boot every year since 2014 she's only one behind Anna though so <laughs> it's not safe it's he, he's, he, I know he's been starting Natasha on the bench quite a few times now is and there that, a reason for that well that's because Freya Godfrey's in form Freya he's, he's been playing Freya in that more forward attacking role um, Freya scored five and five and that's okay. including not getting a goal last weekend yeah um, yeah he's I think Tasha would probably find it fair that it's very difficult for her to dislodge Freya while she's on form at the moment. Again, another young player, only 17. She's on a dual registration with us from mm. Arsenal. So she's still playing for their under-21s as well as playing first-team football with us. Um, I, I I wouldn't bet against Tash getting back on the side and maybe still being top scorer at the well, end no, of the season. Not, it, it's a useful, and it's the same as with the men's team, it's a useful headache to have. We've got oh, two yeah, yeah. really good forward players there um, and Joe has got to pick 
the one that's in form, and it be I think it'll be very hard on Freya to drop just to bring Tash back in, yeah, because she's Tash. Yeah, but not a bad sub to have. I think. Very true. Very um, true. And you mentioned in the green room over a gin and uh, tonic uh, earlier that uh, you think. If anything is going to stop us winning this league, it's going to be the early games of the season where we didn't win. Well, we've gone on a run of what? How many games is it now of winning? Seven in a row now. Seven in a row. Seven in a row now. I hope that the men's team can repeat that on Saturday. You hope so, but, don't yeah. you? Yeah, there's a good chance. But the early games, you said, yeah. Yeah, so it was almost, it felt to me like it was a bit of a hangover from the way the last season ended. We, we lost the last two games yeah. uh, of last season to Oxford at home and then Portsmouth away, and we ended up finishing third when we'd spent a lot of the season yeah. top and we thought well if you don't finish top you're going to finish second but actually Oxford, Oxford overtook us um, on I think it was when they beat us at home um, and we then followed that up we were back at Pompey away for the opening game of the season um, we lost that we lost the Gillingham game which was the first, first home game second game of the season um, so that puts you on the back foot already um, and, but We've we've been on a fairly strong run since then, um, and I think we've only lost one other game this season, which was um, uh, no, sorry, it was Portsmouth at home at the start of the really? season. Apologies, it was Pompey away later in the season. We've lost as well. Yeah. We we beat Billericay in August. That was our first win, and we've been on a really solid run the rest of it. But there's not many teams in this division. It's really tight. There's only that top spot that's worth anything and even then that's only qualifies you for the playoff final yes, against exactly. Northern yeah, Premier it's, winners it's, it's a frustrating way so of, yeah. it, it sounds harsh that all oh, you, you lose your, your opening two games of the season and that's it hey presto but that could come back to haunt us we're, t- we're top of the table by two points but Oxford in second two games in hand um, one good thing is that one of Oxford and Watford's games in hands is playing each other because they should have played the other weekend um, weekend before last when we played Crawley mm. um, it was a waterlogged pitch yeah. at Wealdstone where Watford play their home games um, so you, you really want a draw there they yeah. could cancel each other out um, it, it's going to be tough we are in a sim, similar position to the men's team is that it's not entirely in our hands we, no. we, we need to keep doing what we're doing and we've been doing it really really well but we need other teams to drop points around us as well. Mm. And even then, um, it's no guarantee. And I must admit, I haven't looked at who's top in the Northern Premier at the moment, but um, you've still then got to go and win that, that playoff game. Otherwise, yeah. you, you're back. Well, you f- and say Wolves as an example in the Northern Premier. They, they lost to Southampton in the playoff last season, so they're, they're still in Tier 3 this season despite winning their league, which is uh, always strikes me as very, very unfair. And I still think the FA got a lot to do to increase the movement between divisions. Certainly, yeah. in the, t- the top three tiers women's football because there's only one that moves between the WSL and the Championship as well. It's, it's, yeah, it's frustrating as well when you win your league. Mm. You think you, you want some reward for it, not to go and lose to the team that wins the other league or something. Isn't Absolutely, it? Something we like we finished third last season, and yeah. I mean, even if we finished second, that wouldn't have meant anything. Whereas the men's team finished third this season, which is where they are at the moment. Yep, that's that's playoffs. Yes, um, they finished second. That's automatic promotion. Um, it, it baffles me. Um, when women's football is on a really good rise, yeah, and it has been even before the Euros win last summer, it was on on the way up, and the FA seemed to be very slow to react to sort of expanding that league uh, or the, their pyramid system. Mm. No, you're right. It uh, you've got to hope that um, over time, as it becomes more and more popular, that they will sort that out because is frustrating as I said anyway halfway through the show we haven't talked about the men no okay here we go so should we move on to the men 
This is um, these are tweets and emails as they came in, and we've also got a discussion about all sorts of things we can. So we're going to have to rattle through these. This is Frankio. Hello, Frankio. Great set of results without us playing anyone, plus the boost for Minty and Wes. If we, however, end up in the playoffs, which ex which ex player is most likely to haunt us? And he's given you Norwood, Bakinson, I offer James Wilson, or Didsy. It's going to be Norwood, isn't it? Although I'm not sure because yeah, you think so. He, he's, you? I think he's given it large in an interview recently that he's got a point to prove against us. I think it might have been mm. a, a soundbite before the game was postponed um, from last weekend. Um, but he's yeah, he's had. I mean, he had a good game against Sheffield Wednesday the other week, but then follow that up with what I believe was sort of a bit of a, a subpar. Performance, performance, yeah. I, I always think... And I don't even know how he got on in Barnsley's defeat last night. No, I didn't um, look whether he was even I, playing, but... Uh, I can't see back into Nyorfa causing as much of a problem. No, you'd hope not. But, D- uh, Didsy's had a good season, but Derby kind of fallen off a cliff and he's not getting regular football. James Wilson could be, and again... From a bit, corner. Yeah, from a corner, because... I'll put it there. I didn't want him to go. No. Really, I thought that was no. there was a lot of problems with the demolition man close season. That was one of the big ones. You, yeah. You've got you've got rid of your player of the season. Mm. He was an absolute solid, dependable centre back, and he's obviously continuing that form for Plymouth. Um, so that that those are the two that worry Norwood and Wilson worry me the most. Yeah, and but I, we're going to finish second, so it's fine. Yeah, of course, of course we are. <laughs> yeah, yes, nurse. Uh, I um. Yeah, I've, I bang on about this. I think it would have been nicer to keep Norwood at least half till halfway through the season because first half of the season we did really not have a striker as such that was going to just bang the ball in. We we still scored more goals than anyone else, but it would have been nice to have a Norwood there. I, I kind of disagree with that. Not on not from a footballing point of view. I didn't think personality was he was the right fit for the club anymore. Well, this is what we and, think and, might be the problem. Yeah, yeah, but, and this is it. And I think perhaps would he have been a disruptive influence in the changing room had he stayed? There's a really good cohesive unit that's come together mm. this season particularly under Kieran McKenna and all it takes is one bad yeah. apple to use a cliche yeah I'm not I'm not convinced I mean I know he's had this drink driving thing well, let's move on shall we move on this is Wood sir we aren't successful until we've won promotion we've come a long way from the dark days but we still have nine games to go too many supporters think we've won it yet again let's just keep quiet and let the results look after themselves come on you blues yeah self-explanatory um to an extent but i don't would, i don't think most supporters think we've won it i certainly don't it depends on what your measure of success is um yeah. because let's face it we finished 11th last season we finished 9th yeah. the season before that um it was um, and then 11 11th the first year i can't even remember where we finished in the second season um where the measure of success if if it's a kind of a, a glorious failure, you know, we just miss out on top two, uh, miss out on the playoffs, that's that's still a degree of success. Yeah. And as a fan base, we've been starved of anything Absolutely, really yeah. to no, grow I about for over 20 years yeah. now. Uh, there, there's kids growing up now who've known nothing but real abject misery following <laughs> in Switchdown Football My Club. niece is one of those, yeah. <laughs> you know, tell kids we've relegated Man City at home yeah. and, and that they won't oh, believe yeah, you, yeah. you know. Um and so I think, yeah, I, I, we shouldn't get carried away. Absolutely, we shouldn't get carried away. We haven't won it yet. We haven't got back into the top two yet. We've had a fortuitous few weeks. We've done our jobs. Some results have gone our way. There's still a little way to go. But I don't think we need to keep quiet, necessarily. I think we should be able to be proud of whatever happens now. I think we need to be proud. It's Definitely. a big jump. 11th to potential automatic 
almost nailed on playoffs mm. um, is is an achievement. It, that that is a, a degree of success. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Dean Mitchell, hello, Dean. Oh, what what a week! And we've not even played. Could not watch the last fifteen minutes of Forest Green against Sheffield Wednesday. I think it's amazing how the club is being transformed off the pitch. It's becoming a club again that we're all proud of and want to be a part of. We must capitalise and win at Derby. Exactly, yeah. Dino. I can't. I that one, I can't, can't agree with no, more. Can't you off the pitch, that. we've got everything right. We just need to get out of League One now. It's. Uh, you'd said to me a few years ago that, that, that the nadir of the Marcus Evans era that we'd, we'd be in this position this quickly. I would have had you committed, basically. Um, it, it was awful, you know. There's so much investment going on around the ground, um, up, up Playford Road, uh, in the community now. Um, the measure is that's got to continue if we don't go up this season. Yep. Um, going back to what we were talking about earlier. But it does. I, I feel more connected with Ipswich Town than I have done in a very, very long time. I think nearly 30,000 fans do as well, don't they? Well, exactly. So you look good. at that. I mean, we were scraping, what, 12, so between twelve and 14,000 towards the end of yeah. it. And that was coming off the back of a recent championship playoff campaign. Yeah. And let's face it, there wasn't that many in the ground. That was, that was. I was being counted as a season yeah, to go, whether, whether I was there yes, or not, exactly, you know, exactly, and, yeah. as were yeah. a lot of other people yeah. I know. Um, so, yeah, it's, okay. can't speak highly enough of how things are off the pitch. Um, rattling on, Dan, whilst it's great, this is very similar to, to Woods's, uh, whilst it's great for our screen next to have done us a good turn the last few days, it's a decent idea for fans not to get too cocky too soon. Lose at Derby and all the chirping looks pretty stupid. Keep heads level and let's just focus on our nine remaining games. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't argue with that. Dan. No, don't want to go away. overboard. Um, and I think being level-headed and being a football fan aren't always <laughs> yeah. compatible though, are they? You know, I, I always say I want to be level-headed every season and then you get you get carried away. You get that little voice in you that goes, oh, but what? Oh, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I know. It's very hard to not listen to that voice. Um, Izzy. Oh, God, this is written it in so such faint type hi Graham an esteemed guest I know it is it's not an esteemed guest it's, it's Matt <laughs> I'm saying anyone else uh, <laughs> um, the playoffs achieve three things they extend the season they screw additional money out of us fans who opt to watch the playoff and they turn promotion into a lottery discuss I've never been also God bless Ted Vineyard no no, no. <laughs> Carry on. Um, yeah, yeah, discuss I, very quickly, if you I, could. Absolutely, absolutely agree. Never been a fan of the playoffs. Haven't got over finishing third in 2005 and getting knocked out by sixth place West Ham in the semis. Uh, absolutely um, get why it was introduced to try and keep the season alive a bit. But my, ver- my, what's the word I'm looking for? My preference has always been top three go up. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that ain't going to happen. <laughs> Well, originally, in olden days, my olden days, it used to only be the top two, and then it was the top three, and then it was player oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh Dale. Oh, that's not the Dale I know, surely not, no. Uh, looking at Mark Ashton's presentation of the proposed changes at Portman Road, I saw no mention of the rail seating being installed in the SBR lower. That's the old north, of course, mm. as was mentioned a while back. Can anyone shed some light on this, or has the idea been shelved to keep up the good work? Thanks, Dale. I think I can shed some light on that one, actually. You probably know more than me. Only only in as much as I think Mark Ashton mentioned it. If they put rail seating in the north, or the SBR, which lower, which they can, because it's a fairly new stand, they have to supply the same for the away fans. And, um. the, and apparently the 
what's it called? The Portman stand yeah. structurally won't cope. Oh, the cobbled, yeah. Yeah, cobbled, yeah, yeah. sorry. God, what's the point? Showing your age. Yeah, I know. Well, it's the old East stand at my day. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and it, oh, apparently, and, apparently oh. it, it can't, it won't be able to cope. Plus, they're going to redevelop it anyway by the sound of it fairly it's, soon. So that's the reason we, we can't do it if yeah. we don't allow the way fans to have the same. I, I hadn't realised you had to, it was a quid pro quo. I um, think so. so that, Ooh, that, that, that's that a sense. bit of Latin on the naked football show. We'll use that. Can be that. The, that I, can be may, the sentence. Maybe I am esteemed after all. Yeah, he is now esteemed. <laughs> He's come up with the word or the words of the day. Uh, um, right, Jason, I'd just like to endorse your views about Ipswich Town women. Oh, right, cool. As a resident of Felixstowe, I went to watch them more out of curiosity than as a fan, but I've since morphed into the latter. While there's no guaranteeing anything, fingers crossed this is their year. Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks, Jason. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll endorse that. Yeah, but, uh, 100%. Yeah, well, there you go. See, if if you don't listen to us, listen to Jason. He goes and uh, thoroughly enjoys it, by all accounts. Right, slower ball. Good evening, the black. Good evening, the return of the... Love the show. Ah, oh, return of the mat. Ah, see what he's doing there. Very yeah, good, slower. Yeah, very good. good. I'm going to have to start reading your things before I read them out live, because I, I never read anything. We change tradition. Yes, <laughs> but because I have, to, I have to spend 10 minutes working out what he's on about. Uh... The international break is done. Congrats to the two Welsh lads, particularly Mr Broadhead scoring on his debut. Last minute as well, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Very promising player. Praised by the Welsh manager who appears to be on the same page. He's put page in a capital letter. Is there a pun there or something? Probably Rob Page. Knowing Rob him. Page. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you see, now I'm going to have to read these out before <laughs> I read them on air. Um, back to reality. Barnsley slipped up. Wednesday seemed to be suffering a blip. They play tonight, don't they? They do. Is it Cheltenham yep, play yep, tonight? Yeah, away, yep. yeah. Um, both Bolton and Derby's form is ordinary at present. Is the dream still on? I noticed Mr Ashton has stated that the club will forge a link with Rhode Island FC. Of course, yeah. I should have mentioned that earlier. Where Brett Johnson is chair and co-founder. Does the panel think it's a good idea or that it might be a rocky... Rocky Road to go down. God, I need a button or a, new, a hoot to go. Do, do. <laughs> a good day to you. Keep smiling. God bless Danny Sonner. Oh, yes. I Danny remember Sonner. bumping into him in a nightclub or two occasionally with oh. his mullet. Uh, thank you, Slowball. Um, comments, Mr. Mr. Makin. Yeah, I think the dream is still on. I, I, I'll admit, I got to the point where I thought top two was, was out of it. But all of a sudden, I mean, was it the old phrase, a week's a long time in politics, a month's a long time in football, you know? We... we End of Feb, I probably would have thought, no, we're not going to catch the top two now. Now we're we're very much in striking distance, and they're going to be looking over their shoulders a bit more. Was it better to be the hunter than the hunted? I yes, think somebody I said. There is that, I don't know. Yes. Chap, chap who played in Germany, I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think it's still on. Um, definitely, and Rhode Island, Rhode Island. I want to know a bit more about what that link is before I kind of call judgment. On Isn't that, that a chicken? A Rhode Island red? Isn't that? A, a, Kind of chicken? I think it might be. I don't know. If yeah. Anyway, Google. sorry. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. Rhode, yeah. Rhode Island. I'm. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've not heard read much about that yet. Okay. But I'd like. I'd like to learn a little bit more. Potentially could be a good thing. Potentially could be a bad thing. Um. Hopefully. I mean, the club have been open and transparent about everything else so far. You'd hope they're going to be open and transparent. Um. About that. Yes. Absolutely. Totally agree. Um. And I'm sure they will be. Talking of being open and transparent, I noticed, uh, I can look it up as I'm talking, I suppose, if I want to. Um, Mark Ashton was talking about, uh, 
lots of things. I mean, just on today's Those Were The Days. There you go, Phil. I've plugged it for you. Uh, <laughs> it's talked about the whole work's going to continue around here and not only around Portman Road, but uh, Playford Road and all sorts of stuff happening. Um, and we haven't really got time to talk about that. But one thing he's which has just come uh, to light, he's talking about um, UEFA Article 48. Do you know what that is, Matt? Or is it just that I'm trying to... I'm going to say yes, but let's pretend I don't. On, you have to tell me. Go on. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> um, it's something to do with tele- televised live games at three o'clock on a Saturday. Oh, the blackout. That's 3 right. 3 p.m. blackout. Uh, yes. Um, and there's going to be a big debate. They're going to meet and talk about it. Um, what are your thoughts? Because obviously, Secret Squirrel, some of us managed to watch them anyway if you're not at the game. Because I've, I've been told. I've been told that's possible. Who yes, I, know. I, I wouldn't know personally, obviously. No. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, I'll be past the point. I can see why the 3 pm blackout was introduced yep. uh, at the time. I think maybe, certainly post lockdown, are we, are we past that? Um, we know, frankly, a lot of people do bypass it and tune yeah. in, tune yeah. in from all over the world yes. at 3 o'clock. Um, yeah, and it's I not impact and certainly fed up with going case, to Germany on a well exactly take us as a case in point um, it's not affecting our home attendances it's certainly not affecting our exactly. away attendances no no we're, 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 we're almost fighting each other for our away what, tickets exactly so why, why we need to watch the taking that I yeah. appreciate that's a small sample but yeah um, it's definitely warrants a discussion about whether it's still relevant in 2023 that we have this traditional 3pm blackout yeah yeah, I totally agree. I think, um, as you say, with, I've been a gold card holder since 1804, and <laughs> and even I've not managed to get some tickets, uh, yeah. you know, that I've tried for. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I totally have no problem with the priority system of those that have been to the most games. Then, yeah. No, I think that was a, that was that was a sensible move. I, I just missed it. I'd been done five, so I've missed a couple. You but missed it. That's fair. That's fair. I've not been to ten. Yeah. I know a lot of people who've been to ten plus. I know some people who've been to every yeah. away game this yeah. season. Absolutely, they should get the priority. But it is great that we can um, yeah. pop off to Germany to watch the games. Yes, quite. Uh, quick prediction for um, Saturday. Bolton away. Uh, yeah, no, Bolton? Derby away. I always think that Bolton... I've put me, me accommodation in the wrong city. <laughs> they play They play in the same colour. That's why it's always uh, in, yeah. in my head. Quickly, a prediction. Very I, quick. I'm confident. 2-0. Two 2-0 nil. Two nil to town. 2-0 to town. Blimey. I'll go for a draw, because I always do. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Till next week. Thank you, Matt. Pleasure. And go watch the girls on um, Sunday. Yeah. Come on.